Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. The uh, the divorce was really just was really like the divorce for me was re- and all all of my breakups before that were it, it was all just. Um, opportunities for me to become more conscious. So without any, without any of them, I'd be a totally different person. And I'd probably be um, just kind of going through life, derping around and reacting to everything that came up and whatever emotional reaction that I had at the time, rather than being able to be like, okay, well, that's cool that that's happening over there. And I'm really okay with what I'm doing right here, right now. So what do you do on a daily basis to sustain it and to nurture it? Like, do you have any rituals or any consistent patterns or anything that you're like, you know what, this really helps me to just keep, stay grounded? Yeah, absolutely. So the first one, meditate every morning. Um, so I do I do get up and, and spend some time just being present and just taking that time to uh, start my morning off how I want to rather than... <clears throat> on someone else's schedule, you know, a lot of times we get up and we go to work, you know, it's like, okay, get up. Now I'm going to like take a shower and I'm going to check my phone. And so you kind of like start your day on like someone else's schedule rather than say, okay, I'm taking my, I'm taking my morning for me and, you know, start meditation in the morning. And then I, I set an alarm for every hour. And this is something I teach my people in, in, um, in my business as well, but I set an alarm for every hour throughout the day that I'm awake and I had to make sure that I turned it off for our interview uh, to go off. And in that moment, I, I take the moment to see emotionally how am I feeling in my body right now? And if it's something that I would choose, I, I simply like thank myself and love myself for it. And if it's, and if I'm experiencing an emotion or feelings that I, that I wouldn't choose, then I, I start to take a little bit of time to explore, explore why. And if it's something that's a little bit bigger then I put it off for a little while or like write, write it down so I can go back to it later. But usually if it's something I wouldn't choose. It's just because it's a program. Yeah. You know, it's just programming. It's just conditioning or whatever my, you know, conditioning, conditioned beliefs, I guess we'll just say conditioned beliefs. So it's a, it's some sort of conditioned belief. And so just recognize that it's conditioned belief and that I have everything that I need in the moment right now. And then I'm totally safe. I'm, I'm fine. I have everything I need to survive. And so the negative feeling is just a fear of something. And it's either a fear of something that's going to come up in the future, which I can't predict anyway, or it's a thought of the past which has already happened. So it doesn't matter anyway. So it's just something to ground myself in the present moment. I just thank myself for expressing it and, you know, not resist it, just recognize it as what it is. It's just programming. And then um, thank myself and love myself for that again. And then go about my day. It takes like 30 seconds. So, um, you know, 30 seconds, 10 times a day is like five minutes a day to, take that time to, you know, ground and just get in the present moment, maybe find something in the, in the environment or in my experience that I can be grateful for. And then just continue about my day. It just disrupts, just disrupts the pattern. 
disrupts the pattern of thought. A lot of times we get caught up in our thoughts, thinking about the future or the past rather than living for right now. So that's the, uh, that's one exercise that I, that I do each day. And do you have anything that, that gives you like an indication that, all right, things are off? Like, is there an emotion that when it comes up or a feeling or how do you know when things are not, not, um, aligned? It's just a feeling, you know, it's, it's just, it's just gut, you know, it's just, you know, gut or heart, you know, my, my heart starts to speed up and I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that's something that's not, um, that's not desirable. And so there's something, there's something inside of me that is, that's creating this. And so I can take responsibility for it and decide and choose what I'm going to do with it. Um, it's not any, it's not any sort of like particular, particular trigger besides just a, a feeling. And so when I'm triggered about something, it, uh, it's really, it, it's just programming. And so I, I just do my best to recognize it and it's like, okay, you know, that's just programming and, and that's it. Some, you know, sometimes it, it becomes something bigger or if I, you know, when it, when it comes up, it's best to deal with it right then and there, because that's your subconscious telling you, okay, Philip, it's time to let it go. And so I don't always have the time to do it right then and there though. <laughs> Cause I'm like in, like I'm in something, I'm doing something, I have like life. Like I can't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see, I don't, it's not realistic for me at this time to be able to stop what I'm doing in the moment. And like when I get pissed off with a driver, like pull over and then do clearing techniques to try to like, <laughs> to, to just try to stop. So, um, but I, I do my best to just be conscious about it and just recognize it and just find beauty in the moment. You know, if I'm, if I'm driving and, someone cuts me off or is going super slow. You know, I live in Florida. There's a lot of old people here who drive super slow and <laughs> you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, that's just my friend. That's just like the old lady who lives down the street and she's just, you know, I'm trying to get there and just try to re just try to reframe things into being something that's more like empowering rather than look at something so negative. Yeah. Empowering is, is the tool that I found is, the most valuable one because everything is you know you always hear like oh the the glass is half full or the glass is half empty but empowerment whenever you bring that to the table that's just like a man that's like rocket fuel yeah right yeah empowerment is like one of the coolest things right because it's like okay well the glass is half full or half empty it doesn't really matter like i get to choose what i do with the glass yeah i can fill it up more i can drink it I can spill it out. Like I have, I have responsibility to the glass. And so that means, that mean like I can do something with the glass, which to a lot of people, when it comes to taking, you know, when it comes to taking responsibility, that's, that can be kind of tough when we look at, when we look at, you know, the, the, the world that we've created and when bad things happen, or at least our perception of bad things happen, you know, we say, Hey, like this has happened. If we put it on ourselves, it might hurt. It might sting. And it also means that we have the power to change it. So to me, to me, that's what empowerment is. You know, a lot of us we're driving, you know, we're riding on a bus through life 
and we're just riding on the bus and it's just kind of taking us wherever, like unconsciously. And then we end up in a place where we don't want to be. And then the awakening comes from us realizing that we've been driving the bus the whole time. We're like, well, shit, I've been driving the bus. How did I end up here? <laughs> like I got, you know, now it's time, now it's time to wake up. Yeah. So that accountability that res- to to be responsible for your own life opens up so many different doors as it has for you because when you do realize that it's like you know there's nobody to blame like you're you're the one driving regardless every day you're making choices right you're you're moving that bus forward all right and wherever direction you're going to land in that's up to you but you have you have that consciousness what do you do to keep that consciousness alive aside from meditation and what you've spoken? Like, how do you keep it alive? Like, let's say in your in your current relationships or with your daughter, how do you stay mindful? So. It's the the how like there's not really anything. There's not really anything that I I do to stay mindful and I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. Like there's hour, like there's hours on end where I go, like, you know, if, if I neglect to set, to set this alarm, like there, there will be hours that I go just being like totally unconscious and, you know, thinking it's like, I'm, I'm still human. So, you know, but there's not, there's not anything that I really do. It's just when, when the negative, when the negative comes up, I, you know, at that moment, I just kind of feel like, okay, this is something negative And this is something that I've, I've created, you know, it's like just feeling into it and just recognizing it as just another thing rather than, than being negative. Um, Cause it's, it's only negative because I think that it's negative. Like we all have, like, it's just whatever I choose to focus on. You know, we all have our reticular activating systems, which filter out like all the information that comes in. We're able to focus on 126 things at once out of 2 million pieces of information coming in. There's 2 million pieces of information around us at any time. We have 126 things that we can look at. So, or or choose to focus on. So I can shift my 126 and figure out something else that's going to be that's going to be you know more empowering this conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable so i'm challenging you share yourself and your story be courageous be vulnerable it makes a difference